Welcome to Spirit for Success, a podcast for kick-ass ladypreneurs with spirit, smarts, sass, and style who want to succeed at business, life, and love with ease and grace. Want to see what other fabulousness we have in store for you? Go to spirit, the number four, success.com. That's www.spiritforsuccess.com. Now to your kick-ass and sparkly host, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Hi, I'm Rach. I'm a success alchemist. <laughs> and I'm Therese and I'm a spirit alchemist. <laughs> we are Spirit for Success. So welcome to our podcast today. Our topic is, are you blocking yourself from receiving? Now, the reason why we've chosen this as a topic <laughs> is because it came up really kind of like a neon flashing sign for the two of us in the last couple of weeks. And it's been a real interesting transition back into that space of knowing where we've been blocking ourselves from receiving mm -hmm. and how to get back into that space. So I'm going to throw it over to Therese. who has got some fantastic stories about different mm -hmm. ways that she <laughs> oh, and well, you and your clients, because you've been working with a bunch of people who always, who are all mirroring where we've been at in different yeah. ways that people have been blocking their um, being able to receive. So I think this is a really important topic and over to you. You know, I was thinking about it and I really think part of it comes with a strong identification with being a giver, mm. right? Mm. When you think of yourself as being a giver, you're not seeing receiving, right? Receiving feels like, the, <laughs> well, it, it's not really the opposite of giving. Um, at least that's what we need to start seeing is it's not the opposite of giving, but people who are having a hard time receiving generally feel more comfortable giving. Um, I would, I'm pretty sure that if you're having a hard time receiving that you somehow are perceiving receiving as being <laughs> selfish. I'm sorry. We're in a silly mood today. So okay. you're just you're going to get that, okay? You guys are going to get that. But yes, you are perceiving receiving as somehow being selfish, and selfish being uh, a negative connotation, right? Yeah. Um, and so what's coming up is, especially if you're working on manifesting, <laughs> one of the things the team talks to me about a lot and shows me in people's energy is that when we're trying to manifest something, we're asking for it. Like we've learned the words and we're getting good about using the right words to ask, you know, our pleases and thank yous. However, we then somehow expect some kind of miracle to occur, like a bolt of lightning to knock down the door to get us what we want. Um, it, somehow the universe is expected to work through all of our shields that we're putting up to receiving because we can't, we can't actually receive it. That's very selfish on our part. Or, well, we have um, limits. We limit and say, okay, I don't mind receiving $2,000 if it comes in the form of a lottery win or you know, unexpected money that comes from the, the government. But if my mum turns around and says, here, I just want to give you $2,000, it's like, oh, no, I can't accept that. I've got to give something in return. So we, yeah. we limit it. Well, what I found out about myself through a couple of different incidents is that I really... <laughs> My receiving is conditioned by um, a sense of deserving 
-hmm. I have to earn it. That was a big one that I uncovered recently was that I really believe that I can have it if I've earned it. Mm -hmm. And if something comes to me unsolicited that I didn't work for, I have a, I get really freaked out by it. You got to share your example. I, I will share my example. It's, it's You're one gonna of earn it. where I'm like, God, I can't buy. Okay. So my <laughs> husband got out of the blue one day bought me a beautiful necklace it was a sapphire with a couple little diamonds in it and didn't tell me that didn't even present it to me sort of just like put it in my workspace <laughs> so I went to the computer and there's a box of a jewelry box there and I open it it's got this beautiful necklace in it and I was so taken um by surprise and off guard by it that I upset me <laughs> My, my response wasn't gratitude. I, there was a part of me that was like, wow, this is, wow, that's for me? That, that was in the mix. But then came up, why? <laughs> why am I getting this? What, what are you, what's going on? What's wrong? Are you mad at me? Did I do something? Or are you make, what are you making up for? All these like stories started to bubble up around it. That it actually, I started to, to pick at it to critique. I went into hypercritical mode, which we talk about when we talk about being a type A is one of the dark side aspects. We get really critical. And um, I, I went into this whole story about how I wouldn't have picked that for myself. And there, you know, what's the reasoning behind it? You know, there has to be some sort of thing that you're making up for, right? That that would um, allow well, possibly me to just get it because he loves you, right? Right. Yes. And so something had to happen that would allow me to deserve it. That's the, that's what the information I started digging around for. Like, what is it that happened that would put me in a place where I could automatically be deserving rather than just you are alive. <laughs> so here, here's the necklace. I love you and I want to appreciate you and I want you to feel good and give you special things. Here's a necklace. <laughs> right. So I, um, had to really look at myself there on why I was having such mixed emotions around something that was just a gesture of love and gratitude. Um, and it really came down to me realizing that I have a story when it comes to receiving that I have to earn it. Mm. Um, and I believe that this, that I shared this story with many people and it, it actually goes back to some old programming and it is, something that I've caught myself also starting to teach my children, right? We have a rewards program kind of going on. <laughs> You're a good child. <laughs> exactly. No, I, and I, you know, thinking about it growing up, I had an earning chart. I had a little chart on the refrigerator and every time I did my good deeds, I'd get a star. And every time I got enough stars, I could earn something. And it felt really good at the time, right? I mean, who doesn't want to get something? And, and also, I started to attach my value to what I did to deserve it, right? I do good things that therefore I'm a good person is what it comes down to. And so when somebody just gives you something out of the blue and that's your belief system that you do good things that makes you a good person and then you get the, the cookie or the next <laughs> or the gold star or the gold star. <laughs> And so when something happens that challenges that, it throws off all of your beliefs. <laughs> like it suddenly, you realize that uh, what happened to me is when I got honest with myself about it and real, it made it very clear 
why I only rece receive a certain amount. <laughs> and then the universe is like, hey, Therese, you ready to talk now? <laughs> yeah. you that You want to know some stuff? Um, and they took me over to my vision board and had me looking at it. And they were like, what if, what if these things that you want, this amazing vacation that you've got here with the, the clear tropical water and stuff just came out of the blue? <laughs> Do you think that you would actually take it? if it just came to you and you know, I surprised myself with, no, I'd be suspicious. <laughs> like why? <laughs> Probably it's a scam. Yeah. I couldn't possibly win that. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now you can see that that is a more globalized way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And also I, I think what really got me to kind of wake up was when I realized I was starting to implement it in with my kids that, um, you know, things are conditional. Your behavior dictates what happens. Mm -hmm. And and to a degree, it, it's something I, I, I'm currently working through right now because I get that model. That's the model I'm comfortable with, is that I want to teach good habits and good behavior, but I'm doing it in a conditional way, which is where I got caught up. Right? So, yeah. Rach. <laughs> Martin. Why don't you tell your stories? Oh, the good thing about this. I mean, the, the, the thing around all of this is the fact that energy has to come in and it has to go out. So giving and receiving is the, the energy coming in and going out. Um, if we're constantly giving and not receiving, we're not kind of filling our own bucket up. We have more to give when we allow ourselves to receive. So my, exactly. my thing... <laughs> My thing is, um, and I kind of alluded to this before, but when I when I receive something out of the blue from someone, like as a, an example, um, a good friend of mine who's an extremely talented and very wise spiritual teacher, um, she offered to do some work with me. And my first reaction is, oh, well, I need to do something for her in order to feel like it's an even balance. Like she's given to me, I need to give back. And she pulled me up on it. God, I love her. <laughs> and it was about in being able to sometimes, and I even say this to my clients, sometimes when you give, you're not going to receive it back from the same person. And it's, it's about giving because you just want to give with no expectation. And often you'll receive from a completely different channel. So giving to someone, I've been helping other people with their businesses lately just because I want to give and I've got some time and I've got the resources to do it. I'm not expecting anything back from them. But then my friend as a spiritual teacher goes to give to me without any expectation because she feels purely good and is, has been inspired by spirit to do this with me. And my first reaction is, oh, no, I can't accept that unless I give back to you. <laughs> Huh? Uh -huh. So it's a similar, it's kind of like earning it. But for me, wherever it comes to me, my programming says, but I need to give equally back to you. And I got to, had that aha and I can see how I'm limiting my ability to receive, um, but very, very good at giving. And we had another example just recently in our, our Facebook group where we put up this generosity thread. And the whole point of the generosity thread is to give without any expectation for the pure joy of being able to give and help someone. So to, I took to be of service. Yeah, exactly. So we took up the offer um, from one of our beautiful uh, Facebook friends in there. And when we got on the phone and she was saying, well, this is how I can help you. And this is what I can do. And, and we we're talking about it. My first reaction was, Oh, well I will give you an hour of my time as a you know coaching time so that 
you're compensated for what you're giving to me. And thankfully, Therese and our friend pulled me up on it and said, no. I'm like, oh, damn it, I did it again. <laughs> Great. Great. And mm. we're not the only ones. We, this is not just us and where that's why we're telling you because this is a very clear way that you are blocking your own ability to receive abundantly there's two things that you said that I want to speak to one is the energy around it so everything that we're noticing there's cyclical energy that nature moves in a cyclical way so as you give out something comes back as you receive, something goes out. Um, that's the nature of it. So when, when you identify with being a giver, but you can't receive, you're actually not in alignment with nature. Okay, you're, you're being unnatural. And that we are, we're both yes. freaking weirdos, but in, in, in the best way. However, that's not natural. That's not part of the process. And it, it, it actually, when you can't receive, another thing that Rach said was about filling up the well. If you're constantly giving out water from your well and you're not letting any water back in, how long do you think you can keep giving, really and truly? How long is that going to go on till you have less and less and less to give? And then this happens to people. Um, and, and I'm not just talking about uh, money or resources here. I'm also talking about happiness. Mm. I'm also talking about peace of mind, time. Um, if you are constantly putting the needs of someone else ahead of your own needs, if you're constantly giving out to other people because I want to make sure they're happy, I want to make sure, so here's a cup of my happiness and then becomes here's a teaspoon of my happiness and here's a dropper of my happiness and then there's no more happiness if you're not letting yourself have it and so this idea of you know for me growing up the word selfish was like the the hurt most hurtful word that someone could call me uh, out of anything that's the word that felt like a burn in my skin when someone selfish called brat. me selfish that's yeah so i remember being called a selfish brat it probably yeah. was but and so you make packs with yourself at, at, on a soul level, you make a pact when something hurts you that bad that you'll never be called selfish again, that you will prove with beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are not selfish. Mm. Um, or, or whatever your trigger is, right? Something triggers you and you usually make a vow. Either fuck you, watch me, <laughs> or, or I will prove to you that I'm good, right? So good mm. behavior equals a good person. So you go over. Sometimes you overdo Oh. trying to be good, 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 um, that you, it's, a, it's still a self-sacrifice. Absolutely. So flipping the script a little, <laughs> somebody wants to give you something. And um, with the case of our Facebook friend, I pointed this out to Rach. I said, she wants to be of service. She answered our generosity thread, you know, that we put out this thread in our private group that's saying, would you like to be of service to someone else? If so, Make a note here. Let us know how you'd like to be of service, just purely of service. And when we, when someone offers you a service and you say, sure, I'll take that, but then you can't receive it, um, you're actually denying them the opportunity of, of being of service. Yeah, um, that's a big one. That's something that I really had to get my head around. You know, that's why I kept thinking, no, I'm really good at receiving. I'm good at receiving until we found this one. But <laughs> it was as simple as compliments. Like my, 
husband or even as boyfriend, they would give me compliments about how beautiful I am. But I would always go, oh, you, you're only just saying that. That's the oh, version of myself. Oh, oh but, yes. but that is one, one of the ways that you stop, you know, when you're not acknowledging the other person's point of view of, about you, you're mm-hmm. cutting off your ability to receive. When, yeah. like my mum has given us stuff over the years many times and my brain was always, I can accept that because my intention is that I will take care of her when she gets into her old age. So that was, my, that, was, that was my justification and reasoning that allowed me to receive rather than just being completely grateful that the universe has chosen my mother as an avenue to give me what I needed. Exactly. Big shift. Exactly. And, um, you know, the, the universe, the te- our team, God, whoever you want to think of as this non-physical energy that's constantly hearing your, your prayers and requests are answering them. They're never going to stop answering them. So unlike some people, some people, <laughs> if you keep denying them, they're going to be like, well, screw that. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere else. The universe is holding the intention that you will answer the door. I often joke with my clients that the universe is like UPS, mm-hmm. right? And they're ding-donging your doorbell. And um, you'll only get as much as you're open to receiving. So I often give people the image of a house with 10 doors. And they're, the bigger the thing they're asking for, like a certain lifestyle or... Um, a business or a car or what what have you, that it holds a certain amount of energy. And so it's like <laughs> the universal UPS truck pulls up. And if you only have your mailbox open, you might just get a slip in it that says, we'll be back next time. Can you open the door? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so once you realize this about yourself, you don't have to get down on yourself and be like, damn it, I'll never get anything. No, but here's the thing. You're re- you are receiving at some level, but there are hidden conditions to your receiving, most likely. If you're not getting everything you're asking for, it's time to start looking at what you believe. Mm. So let's, um, let's give them some uh, things, to questions or strategies to be able to start opening up the channels to receiving. So one of the ones that I was just thinking of a moment ago um, is to kind of take the face off the f- person that's, no, I don't mean literally rip their face off, but <laughs> it's like whenever you receive something, when someone wants to give something to you, stop identifying with the giving with that person and just Thank you, universe, for choosing them to bring this to me so that you don't see it as a debt to particular avenues or um, like, like I tend to do. It's like, okay, well, I need to give back to them. If I take the face off that person and just see the universe as utilizing them as the channel to bring that to me, then I can just say thank you, universe, for bringing me what I needed. So that's one strategy. Another strategy would be to flip the script. Put yourself in their shoes. If someone is trying to give you something or something is trying to give you something, if it's so hard to receive, be in the space of the giver. How would it feel if someone were to reject what you're giving them? Mm. Are you giving it to them with the intention of like, now you'll see. (laughs) Now you'll see how bad you are. Of course not. No, no. There's a genuine desire to acknowledge you. Think about how it feels to give. You're acknowledging somebody else. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't receive, then you're basically saying that um, you're rejecting their being, you're shutting down their opportunity to feel the goodness of giving. Exactly. And you're also saying that I disagree with you on some yeah, level. You I, don't are, it. I don't, right. I don't agree with you. You, you, you assume wrong, sir. Right. So <laughs> flipping the script allows you to get in the place of um, being the giver and see, seeing how it feels to when someone receives from you, how good that feels. And when they don't, how frustrating that is. Mm. Um, and that, that might allow you to shift a little or to soften and realize, hey, this is just love. I accept love. Yeah. Right? Beautiful. Um, let me think. Is there another one that I can add? Yeah. Oh, the, the, the next one, I would say, and this is a pretty big one. It's a bit more esoteric, is M. I worthy of receiving just because I am? Mm, that is an amazing question. Um, I can honestly say that when I ask myself that question, I do still say no to a point. Um, there is still some conditions I'm putting on my ability to receive and I'm actively now working on them. So, yeah. that. that so then you need to go into, if you have children, this is a really easy yeah. one. Then you say, is my son or daughter deserving of receiving just because they are and a, a parent's answer is always immediately yes and if you don't have a child do you have a pet yes, do they yep do you do they deserve it if not can you associate with someone you love just someone you love exactly a parent it's, it's harder with a parent because we get a lot of um psychological stuff go, coming up but in truth in truth there's somebody out there that you can identify with that you truly believe they're worthy of receiving because they just are mm. period they don't have to do be or say anything to truly deserve it and once you can identify that that actually does exist then you need to start asking yourself now why can't i mm. well, then stuff will come up right the I have to do good things to prove I'm good. Why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> exactly. Because that's how I got gold stats. Exactly. So once you start opening this and unlocking it, then you become consciously aware. And guess what? Mm. Once you're awake, you can't go back to sleep. <laughs> it's yeah. going to it's going to give you lots of opportunities to realize where you are denying receiving which is ultimately a good thing because what don't you want to get what you're asking for? I think you do. Yeah. So one of the, one of the other things you can do too, and this is just, it's like, it's an affirmation, but it's, it's more connecting to your team and, and, and you, you blah, 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 connecting to your team and the universe and basically saying, I give myself permission to receive from all sources and just allow whatever that brings into your your existence, allow that to come. And then whenever something shows up that comes to you, just thank you. That's all you have to say. That is ingratitude of the gift in itself. It doesn't have to be any more than that. You don't need to justify it, question it, just thank you. Which can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> but you get into a habit, it, it gets yes. easier. I mean, that's what yes. I did when, um, with compliments. I could never accept a compliment, but then I, a friend of mine did pull me up on that and say, well, but I believe it's true. You're, you're discounting my belief in you. I'm like, huh, all right, well, how about I just say thank you? I appreciate that. Yes, there's, there's a lot of um, 
what self-deprecation, right? We we get into with the compliments. I mean, that's a whole nother can of worms. But Not women, in, <laughs> women in general, yeah, we do have a, a tendency to want to justify mm. or to diminish because the um, attention or the receiving is too hard to hold. Mm. Yeah. So there's a couple of really good ways to start turning the tide to open up your channels to receiving. And we, uh, you know, we, we send a lot of love and energy out to you to help you to do that too. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add to this at all, Therese? Uh, you can always join us in our private Facebook group. We have a group called Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. And we've created that as a safe space for you to share your, your revelations around receiving mm -hmm. um, and also to a, a great place to practice receiving support. Yep, receiving compliments, support, all of that. So join us in our Facebook group where we do Facebook Live and add a whole bunch of different content there for you for free. And until next time, relax. We got this. Thanks for listening to the show. We loved having you. Come join our kick-ass community on Facebook. It's called Kick-Ass Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. To get all the latest from Rach and Therese, go to www.spirit4success.com. Again, that's spirit4success.com. Until next time, relax.